0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. For some, the formation of a fifth branch of our military, SpaceX, is the stuff of dreams. What little boy has not dreamed of being an astronaut? Today, Pastor J.D. may burst your bubble as he describes just why this fifth branch of the military may have been formed. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 13, 2020.
1: For the benefit of those unfamiliar with the Great Reset, Let me simply say that it's not only a great deception, 2 Thessalonians 2, it will be realized in the great tribulation vis-a-vis a digital ID and a merging of artificial intelligence which will ultimately lead to transhumanism where no longer is man's DNA human, it's transhuman. Just like in Noah's day, when the demons had sexual intercourse with the women, corrupting the bloodline, the DNA, so too will the demons today, like in Noah's day, Corrupt the human DNA, and it's already happening. I don't want to, let me say it like this, I would encourage you, do your own research. Listen, if I can research this, you can research this, okay? I I have only a high school graduation, and actually barely, I have, and I'm not proud of that, but I barely graduated high school. So if I can understand this, you can understand this. And don't take my word for this. Do your own research. I would encourage you and caution you to be very careful and very prudent. There's a lot of (sighs) of whacked out stuff out there. But God will give you discernment. Ask God for discernment. And always, always, always view everything through the lens of Scripture. This is the final authority, the final word. So, the reason I believe the rapture is <laughs> so close is because all of this is already, even now, as we speak, happening at breakneck speed. And it's been planned for many years. back in May of 2019, Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, spoke at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about what's being called the fourth industrial revolution. Now at first you think, oh cool. No it's not. (laughs) Listen to this quote from this conference in which Schwab explains what, in fact, the fourth industrial revolution actually is. I'm quoting. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. What is our biological identity? DNA. DNA. Wait a minute, pastor, let me I think I'm getting it, but can you explain this? Okay, I'll try to I'll try to explain it this way, as simply as I can. Satan in the tribulation will succeed in corrupting human DNA, and it will be done by way of demonic intelligence and a corrupting of the DNA biologically. And it's already happening. It's happening now. And that's why I believe the rapture can happen now. Is because if this is already happening now, and the rapture has to happen first, and it does, then that means a rapture can happen at any time. Yeah, that's my point. Pastor, couldn't you have made that point without having to go through? <laughs> no, I could not. I had to go through all of that to make my point. That's the bottom line. As I mentioned at the beginning, it's not just that all of this is happening now, It's the swiftness with which everything is happening now. I think it would stand to reason that it's now just a matter of time before we go up and sudden destruction goes down. Let me say that again a different way. Simultaneously, as swiftly as everything is beginning to come to pass now, is an indicator. It would stand to reason that it would indicate that when sudden destruction comes down, we go up. 1 Thessalonians five three. You know this well. While people are saying peace and safety, peace and security, same word in the original, translated security or safety, destruction will come on, keyword them, suddenly. That's the thing about sudden destruction. It's sudden. I know that's deeply profound, but that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen suddenly. And Paul likens it to, as the Savior did before him, labor pains on a pregnant woman and they, again, key word, will not escape. The implication? <laughs> we will. So you got this sudden destruction coming down, and they will not escape, but we will escape in what I like to call the great escape, the rapture of the church. We, not they, Paul delineates all throughout the epistle, really, in his first and second epistle actually to the Thessalonians. He delineates between we and they. They will not escape. We who are alive and remain will be caught up. Rapturus in the Latin Vulgate, harpazo in the Greek. I like rapturous transliterated rapture better. It just sounds faster, rapture. Harpazo seems slower. So, you know, kind of of like a bean, you know, garbanzo beans and harpazo beans. And I like rapture a lot better. We will escape. They will not. When sudden destruction comes, when will sudden destruction come? While they're saying two words, peace and safety. Interesting, safety. Health. Kind of changes the complexion of it a little bit, doesn't it? Can I give you some homework? Why not? Isaiah 24, I would really encourage you to spend some time in the entirety of Isaiah chapter 24. I actually wanted to spend a little bit more time in it and on it, but I'll just in the interest of time read verse 1. This is what's next. This is what's coming to this world and on those who will not escape. See, the Lord is going to lay waste the earth and devastate it. He will ruin its face and scatter its inhabitants. It's coming. It's coming. Second Peter chapter 3. I want to read verses 3 through 9. The apostle Peter by the Holy Spirit is writing, and I think it's just so apropos for us today. He says, above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming ye promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But, and this is interesting, they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water, by these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. That's the flood in Noah's day. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment, and here's that word again, destruction of the ungodly. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you. He's not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That sums it up. It's not God's will that any should perish. God does not take delight in judging or punishing the wicked. God takes delight in people coming to repentance and a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I think that's the clarion call for us today. That he who has an ear hear what the Spirit would say to the church. What's the Spirit of God saying to the church of God? Repent. Repent. Judgment is coming. This is no time to be playing around. It's no time to be playing Christianity, playing church. Eternity is at the door. The rapture of the church is at the door. And it can happen at any time. There's nothing that needs to happen before the rapture happens. This in large measure is the chief reason that we've been doing these weekly prophecy updates for all of these years, is to sound the alarm, blow the trumpet of warning, and to always end with the good news, the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ, and a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABC's of salvation. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news. You're free to go because Jesus came and died for you instead of you. He was buried. He rose again on the third day and he's coming back again soon one day. That's the good news. That's the gospel. First Corinthians chapter 15 and also First Thessalonians, by the way. What are the ABC's? The ABC's are just a simple way to explain the gift of eternal life, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. It's a simple acronym. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, that you sinned, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one, and Romans 3.23 tells us why, It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why, as Jesus said, we must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 should be written on the tablet of every one of our hearts. And this is what I mean by when you look at people, you have to ask yourself, are they saved? Because if they're not saved, they're going to spend eternity in hell. But I am going to say it. This is what we're going to talk about. People are dying and going to hell. And we're arguing. and We're fighting with everyone about everything? We're posting and blasting blasphemy on social media? In the name of Christ, we're arguing with the saved. We should be reaching the lost. (sighs) Maybe I just need to share from my own heart how God has changed my heart in this regard. I'm just as guilty as the next guy, if not more so when it comes to this. But God just convicted my heart. Don't you realize that when you argue with the saved instead of reaching the lost, you're doing Satan's bidding? You're doing his will. We're going to see that in 2nd Timothy, verse 26 chapter 3. Paul is sort of pleading. He says, you know, Timothy, we need to pray that they come to their senses. They don't realize they've been taken captive by the devil to do his will. What's the devil's will? To seek, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy your witness. I want to ask you this question. I ask it of myself. How do you expect to win somebody to Jesus Christ that you've just got done blasting on social media? How, How are you going to win them to the Lord? How are you going to share with them the Lord when you're posting stuff like that? Shame on you. Shame on me. And we're arguing about everything. (laughs) Make no mistake about it. The lost watch us. You're like, really? I don't want nothing to do with that Jesus. Romans 6.23 says it all. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The saved in Christ go up in the rapture. The lost go into the seven year tribulation. That's the bottom line. That sums it up. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Not you might, not you could, not you should. No, you will be saved. The jury is no longer out. The verdict is in. It is finished. Not guilty. I'm not guilty? No. How's that possible? Because you're now justified in Christ, and that's the sea. The C is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why, and here's how. It is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And by the way, here's the thing. Every tongue is going to confess. Every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. Now, those who confess with their mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord now, you confess unto salvation. If you don't confess unto salvation, the day is coming when your knee will bow and your tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, but it will be to damnation. You see the difference? And lastly, Romans 10.13 says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I implore you, I plead with you, I beg of you. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, today is the day of salvation. As Isaiah says, seek Him while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Do not put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life. The time is at hand. The time is at hand. Lord, thank you for Bible prophecy. It's really a a gauge, a barometer by which we can measure (laughs) the spiritual temperature of this world in these last days. It's an indicator for us as to just how close your return for us is. And Lord, as we look at the world around us and then we see what we've seen here today in your word and how it all connects together, There's only one conclusion that we can come to, and that conclusion is that exactly what you told us would happen before it happens is now beginning to happen, exactly as you said it would. And so Lord, I pray that the needed effect that this will have is twofold. First, for those who are lost, that today they would call upon you, and be saved. That today would be the day of their salvation. And secondly, Lord, for those of us who are saved, and I'll include myself in this, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. We repent. We repent. Lord, and we commit that we're going to get serious because the day we're in is life and death serious for all eternity. Thank you, Lord. And Mananatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible, and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, He's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us.